just like to uh, read a few words from the Word of God. The writer here is a man by the name of Paul, known as Paul the Apostle. And God used him, God directed him, God inspired him to write these words that are included in his word, the word of God. Listen to these words. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit for my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I don't know. For I am hard-pressed between two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Just like to zero in on that little phrase there, the last verse we read, to depart and be with Christ. With Christ. To depart and be with Christ. One of the joys of human life is, is companionship. To have, whether it's family, friends, spouse for 45 years, to have companionship. But you know what? There is something here in these verses in the Word of God that transcends every earthly relationship. Here was the inspired writer saying to die is gain, to depart and be with Christ is far better. These are no empty words. Oftentimes, when it comes to situations like this, trying times such as this, we hear, well, um, we muster up all the courage we can. We say they're in a better place. But here, we have the Word of God who cannot lie inspired this man, the Apostle Paul, to write these words, to die is gain, to depart and be with Christ, to carry on a relationship that he had already. That's the wonder of being a believer, like our dear sister was and is. This business of being a Christian, being born again, being a child of God is no empty matter. There's reality here. Think of this phrase, with Christ. If you're here, like our dear sister was, and you're with Christ, you're, you know Christ as Savior, listen to how the Word of God uses this phrase. This man could look back on his conversion experience. He wasn't always with Christ, and neither were you or me. He could look back on his conversion experience. He was a religious man. He was religious, but he wasn't with Christ. But when he came to know Christ, he could say this, I am crucified with Christ. What is this? Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. 
In other words, he's looking back when he came into this personal relationship with the Lord Jesus. When Christ died, he died. There was identification with the death of Christ. I am crucified with Christ. You know, that has to be so. Because when you and I are born into this world, we are separated. There is a barrier between us and God. We have no connection with our Maker. We are disconnected from our Maker. But praise be to God, God has provided a way of salvation. Provided a way that I can be, I can be called out of death into life. So Paul looks back and he says, I am crucified with Christ. But he didn't leave him there. Nevertheless, I live. And then he says this, If you then be risen with Christ. It's a wonderful thing to not only look back and see when, when I trusted, when I received, and if you, if you have, like our dear sister, if you've received Christ, not only were you crucified with Christ, but you were raised with Christ. What a wonderful truth. You know, there's no relationship like this in all the world. This transcends any earthly relationship. To be crucified with Christ, to be made alive together with Christ, and it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. This same man, he's writing in Romans, another book of the Bible, and he says this, to every believer, you are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. This is remarkable. <laughs> and you know who Christ is. He's the heir of all things. If I and you, if you know him, are a joint heir with Christ, I don't have to clamor after the material wealth of this world because I'm a joint heir with him. This is a wonderful truth. Now that's what he could do when he could look back. But now he's looking forward, you see. If you're here this morning and you know Christ... You can look back and see what was. I am crucified with Christ. I am raised together with Christ. I am a joint heir with Christ. But I and you, if you know Christ, can look forward to depart from this life and be with Christ. He looked forward. There was this anxious anticipation to be totally together with Christ. It was a reality. It was a reality then in his life, and it's a reality then. It's no mere empty promise. No, no. No, it's not. It's reality because he walked. We were just singing. <laughs> and we were just reminded in the Scriptures, my cup runs over. I have, if you know Christ, this experiential knowledge of the Savior that allows us to walk with Him and look forward to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. He, there was this anxious anticipation for this ultimate union with the one He knew and loved. And look what He says about it. He says this, to depart and be with Christ is far better. We have in our short lifestyle, short lifespans here. You know, it's pressed upon us. Our society presses upon us. Better yourself. 
climb the ladder. Make a name for yourself. Listen to what the this believer says. <laughs> to depart and be with Christ is far better. I don't have to clamor after the glit and glamour of this world. And you don't either if you know Christ as Savior. You see, there's something that transcends all the earthly wealth. I don't need to win the lottery to be happy. In fact, we don't. it causes great grief and sadness to those that do. To be a joint heir with Christ and look forward to depart and be with Christ is far, far better. It excels anything that we could possibly understand in this life. That phrase, far better, could really be translated far, far better. There's nothing like the Christian life. To be able to walk with the Lord. To be able to have this companionship in life, in death. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For what? Thou art with me. It's a wonderful thing to know with me. And so, when he looked beyond, he could, he could see, you know, just, just think about this practically. All of the hopes and aspirations that we have naturally, all if we're honest with ourselves, all we can see, we can only see as far as the grave. That's as far as we can see, naturally speaking. We don't like to admit that, and we don't like to talk about it. In fact, we like to put it far from our mind. But if you know Christ, right, we can see beyond. We can see beyond the grave. And so the, the, the writer of the Bible, he could say, as for me, I will be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. Our dear sister, she's not here. She's departed to be with Christ, which is far better, absent from the body, present with the Lord. How can you beat that? There's no religion on earth that can offer anything like that. This is, this is our Maker speaking to us and providing so great a salvation. So the Bible writer says, As for me, I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness, our dear sister, to depart and be with Christ is far better. She could say as another Bible writer, Whom do I have in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire beside you. Though my flesh and my heart may fail, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. There's reality in this relationship. It's not empty. And you know the desire of He as well and for every believer to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Here's what the psalmist says. In your presence is fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Now I know, and you know, that there are a lot of religious teachings and experiences that promise some kind of earthly joy beyond this life. But when one who knew his Maker one who knew the Lord could look beyond this life. He could say, at 
In thy presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Let's be honest. In this life, the Bible speaks about the pleasures of sin for a short time. <laughs> Happy hour. We, we can enjoy ourselves, right? We only go around once. Happy hour. What is that compared to all eternity? In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And lastly, the Lord Jesus, who died and rose again, with whom you and I are identified if you know him, who has raised, who died, who was raised, and now I'm a joint heir with him and looking forward to being with him. You know what he, could, he himself could say? Father, he's praying to his Father, God in heaven. I desire that they who know me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory. You know, we think we have some pleasurable experiences in this life. There is nothing to compare with knowing the Lord Jesus and seeing beyond this life and to understand that to behold His glory is far better than anything that this world can ever offer. You know, this is a personal experience. For those that know Christ as Savior, it's a personal experience. Here's what the Lord Jesus says. I desire that they may be with me where I am that they may behold my glory. And if you know Christ, He and I, in that bright glory, one deep joy shall share, mine to be forever with Him, and His that I am there. I want to tell you on the authority of the Word of God, I'm not going to get lost in a crowd in heaven, and neither are you. <laughs> you know... You clamor after going to concerts and, 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 and uh, entertainment things on this world. And you, you just get lost in the crowd. Oh, I want to get Mr. Such-and-such's autograph. But you can't get close. If you know Christ, you won't be lost in the crowd. He and I in that bright glory, one deep joy shall share. Mine to be forever with Him and His that I am there. To depart and be with Christ is far, far better. Thank the Lord our sister knew Him. And I know that she would want every individual here today to know her Savior.